0: This is One in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. One in 44 is a weekly show devoted to Autism Spectrum Disorder.
1: Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And this morning, I am speaking with my colleague, Tracy Schober, Senior Admissions Administrator at Anderson. Tracy, good morning. Hi, Eliza. How are you today? I'm good. Um, I'm glad to have you with us today. Um, we've you know, known each other for several years. You've been here for quite a while. I'm going to ask you to get into some of your background in just a minute, but um, I'm really excited to hear you talk about um, the the upcoming resource fair and expo, which is the main part of our focus today, but it is connected to a lot of other things that you're involved with uh, right now as the organization grows, both in um, the provision of services, our um the, the people that we serve, um, and also the geographical or geographic expansion that we're going through right now. So I'm hoping you can kind of tie it all together. And then we can get the word out about this, uh, this event coming up in January. So why don't you start with just, um, you know, a little intro and your background?
0: Okay. Uh, well, uh, I've been with Anderson for almost 12 years, and I've uh, been in the admissions department uh, for that time with uh, various roles. And one of the roles uh, within that department was overseeing our Medicaid service coordination. And I feel that sort of ties into this resource fair piece because of all of the different community connections that Medicaid service coordinator at that time would have to make for those families and provide those resources. And finding those resources. Can, can be challenging. Uh, so that was always in the back of my mind when I was asked to help to um, lead the development of this resource fair. And um, the other part of my role here at Anderson is I oversee admissions and outreach and work with a great team there. And then uh, I am the lead facilitator for our Echo Autism Program, um, uh, Echo Autism, Autism Best Practices, and that launched in September. And so those are all great uh, as well. Well, community resources um, that can tie back into the reason why we're creating a resource fair.
1: Absolutely, and you're also very involved with some external professional um, organizations and groups that are have similar or related missions to what we're what we do here at Anderson. Do you want to talk at all about some of? Because you've you've really been a face to those organizations and conne- making connections with Anderson and also with some of the national outreach for uh, for student
0: recruitment as well, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, so more recently and more locally, um, I was recently uh, elected to the board of directors for the Autism Society of the Greater Hudson Region. Great. And so that, is, that is pretty new uh, mm-hmm. So this fall. Uh, so I'm very excited to be part of that organization. Um, and again, another community resource up in that capital region as well. And then I'm also the president of ADAM, uh, which is a group of professionals that are within development, marketing, and admissions throughout the United States who really get together on a quarterly basis to share resources and information um, in best practices in the world of autism and developmental disabilities. And uh, we're really a great resource for each other. So uh, it's building those Professional uh, partnerships uh, again across the United States.
1: I love that, and I see um, I see commentary on LinkedIn and other social media outlets um, where when you when you uh, when the Adam Group gets together, they're very complimentary of of you in a leadership position, and I think that's great because because. Um, there are several folks here who, who understand the importance of pre- representing yourself and also Anderson when you're out in the community and and you've done that for a long time. So I think that's, uh, I just want to make sure people got the whole sort of picture because you were truly everywhere um, all over the country. I don't know if you've been out of the country yet. Um, Not yet. Anderson, but <laughs> I sort of see that in your future, maybe. <laughs> um, all right. So, so thank you for that uh, background on yourself. Um, let's, let's move in a little bit to the Capitol region um, expansion because we've just opened a site in Latham, New York. We've just joined the Capital Region Chamber of Commerce. Um, we're making connections up there. We're, we're going to have a clinic. We're going to have a, a, an early learning academy serving preschoolers. Um, so to me, that Says, sends a message. It's similar to when Anderson School went from Anderson School to Anderson Center for Autism. And the message to the community then is you can count on us to be a resource. You can count on us for more than just the specific services that we offer. So, can you talk about where this idea for a resource fair, an expo, came from and um and maybe who was involved in that in that decision and uh we're going to cover as many times as you want you throw out the logistics of the time and the place and and that because we want people to uh to make sure they come um but also tell us the story of of the, the fair All
0: right, great. Uh, So I will start out with where uh, we are uh, hosting our fair this year. So we're hosting the inaugural resources for autism and IDD information sharing expo on Tuesday, January twenty fourth, 2023 from 2 to 6pm at the Crown Plaza Albany, the Desmond, for those of you who know it as the Desmond, um, and that's located at 660 Albany Shaker Road. And I'll try to say that again later uh, within the broadcast. Uh, so to give you a little bit of background, in early uh, 2022, uh, we surveyed hundreds of community members in the greater capital region. Um, the results really showed us that there was a desire from respondents to know what resources existed and how to access them uh, to talk a little bit about the. Um, the polling results, those that were polled indicated they were looking for services and supports that really spanned across a lifespan, but indicated a real heavy focus on services to support preschool, school age, and transition age individuals. Uh, The survey also indicated um, separately a need for recreation services, employment, Family supports developmental pediatricians to finding those, finding applied behavior analysis providers, and then related services like speech and occupational therapy. So, those were needs that were identified through this survey. This was great information. And it really aligned with the input we received at a community town hall that we hosted in October of 2021. You know, we knew at that point, listening to the town hall, uh, that there was a disconnect in finding information. We heard from school districts, providers, legislators, and families at that event. And, you know, really from a parent perspective, for a parent, of an autistic child or individual with an intellectual and developmental disability, it can be time consuming to surf the web, try to find the supports and services needed. And what we wanted to do at Anderson was to provide an opportunity to bring people to a central location in the Albany area to share that knowledge and those resources. And so that's, that's sort of where it, 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 it came about. And then um, to give you a little background on um, how we then, you know, developed that, we organized a resource fair work group, and uh, that was organized here through Anderson, and it includes now community partners as well as an Anderson parent on that group. Mm -hmm. And this group has really worked collaboratively to name the event, to reach out to potential sponsors, to set up a registration platform, and to promote the event through social and news media outlets, uh, we also had another group that we worked with, again, really tying in that collaborative spirit, where we worked with the Capital Region Advisory Group, which included members uh, from organizations like Albany Medical Center, Developmental Behavior Pediatrics, the College of St. Rose, and SUNY Empire State College, as well as Walsenski and Pleet Law. And they all provided insight and feedback on our Capital Region expansion, but also on the development of the Capital Region Resource Fair. the, one of the things I found in this group uh, was that there, this college connection, because you you meant, I mentioned a few colleges there, that this college connection was interesting as we learned that colleges, they're not only providing degrees, but they're providing services and supports to neurodiverse individuals. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I don't know that everybody really thinks about. And so an example of this is the SUNY Empire State Colleges Center for Autism Advocacy, the research Education and Supports or the CARES program, who is currently working in partnership with Anderson Center for Autism to build an autism supportive college. So I like to throw that out there because it really shows um, really that spirit of collaboration, which is w- another reason why we're looking to um, have this resource fair happen in 2023.
1: Excellent summary, Tracy. Thank you. Um, I just It's interesting that you brought that collaborative uh, approach up and it makes me think of something I just said to My uh, to another guest, um, also from Anderson, Kathleen Marshall, who we all work with very closely. Um, And we were talking about some of the consultative uh, work that happens um, through the teams she's working with. And um, I find myself more and more often talking about how the number of uh, people diagnosed and children being diagnosed with autism. Uh, in this country keeps increasing uh, based on the CDC study. That's why the name of this podcast keeps changing because it's named after that statistic. However, um, at the same time, the numbers are increasing. The community keeps feeling both uh, expanded because it's, I guess, in some ways is bigger, but it feels smaller, too, because I I rarely think about um, a a quote-unquote autism community and a um, and something else. it's it's really for me at least become we are community. We are all connected in some way and um, and I think that college experience is a really big piece of that that um, colleges themselves are starting to promote the fact that they um, have programs and services and supports to support to, to help individuals on the spectrum or with other n- neurodiversities be successful in their programs. Um, and, and like you said are not just training the next generation of pr- generation of professionals to work in various fields, but are also um, just becoming a much more inclusive environment than maybe they were in the past or certainly more than we ever knew about um, in the past. So great time to be putting all these collaborations together. Um, We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I'd love to just dive into the actual fair, some of the vendors, some of what people will expect. Um, and, uh, and I know you're featuring a very special organization that we want to talk, talk about a little bit. Um, so when we come back, we'll get into all of that and remind people uh, when and where and how to get more information about the uh, upcoming resource fair and expo. This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and we'll be right
0: back. Alone And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism.
1: Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with Tracy Schober, our uh, senior admissions administrator and um, uh, leader of the upcoming um, uh, resource fair in the Capital Region. To be held on uh, January 24th, which is a Tuesday, from two to six p.m. at the Crown Plaza, otherwise known as, for those that have been around long enough, the Desmond, um, which is certainly how I refer to that place. But, um, but a great location and a really accessible location for what's going to be an, an excellent uh, resource fair. And Tracy, thank you again for the first part of the show. You really told us the story of how it came to be, why we're uh, we're hosting our our inaugural. Uh, resource fair, um, and uh, you know, and and the the reaction or the I, I think it's worth highlighting again that you went out of your way to uh, assess through surveys and that community forum what the needs were. Um, before just deciding to put together a fair and saying, you know, you know what the needs are, we really wanted to make sure that we are responding to what people are asking for in that area. So, um, so I think not only for people located in the capital region, but really from as far away as as uh, you can hear this and you can get involved and get yourself there, there will be something for everyone. And on that note, can you tell us a little bit about what to expect? Who who do you expect to be there? And um, and uh, for the for the person either interested in a sponsorship or interested in being a vendor or interested in just coming and getting resources, what, what should do they expect? So uh,
0: I, I feel like I could start off with uh, who could benefit from attending. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, individuals that could have benefit from attending would be school district personnel, families, providers, organizations like Anderson or sister organizations, uh, pediatricians, care managers, social workers, mental health providers, psychologists, parent groups, special education teams, uh, special education parent-teacher associations. So those are just some examples of of attendees that would benefit from coming to a resource fair. Um, I want to take a moment um, before I um, dive into um, like the sponsor piece is something that our resource fair work group did was create goals and objectives, and they really tie into who would benefit from coming to the resource fair. And our goal is really to provide autism and IDD resource awareness in the capital region, but the objectives really hone in on who, who would benefit. And we're, we're talking about really increasing the capacity of families and providers so they can. Can find appropriate resources in their community. And that in also includes school districts. And we heard through that town hall that, you know, the resources aren't readily available. Um, also increasing awareness between providers to really inform um, providers of who is out there because Anderson Center for Autism, for example, we know what we do, but we might have a sister agency that can do uh, something different or maybe it's a service we don't provide. So knowing, you know, what resources to be able to offer families, Even if they're not within our own setting. And then increasing that in community awareness of the colleges and universities' role, not only in that you know, the academic piece, but the service provision and the educating and then training future service providers. And then finally, you know, really um, having um, the community understand what services and supports Anderson um, provides um, out there and and those supports that would be up in our Capital Region location um, to to really focus in on the Capital Region area. And then, you know, something that I think is important is the timing of this resource fair really pairs nicely with the opening of our clinic so our anderson center clinic and anderson early learning academy mm-hmm. um, it really gives us the opportunity to connect with those capital region providers to share information about the supports and services to foster those relationships that are really going to benefit countless children and adults and so those are also the families and providers of those children and adults are really going to benefit from this resource fair and it's not only going to help the community members find those services and supports for themselves or someone that they know but it's also it's also a great opportunity to foster a collaborative community of providers. And those providers are going to share that information not only with each other, but their clients to support autistic individuals. And that awareness, really, of those services and increasing knowledge of what is available in the broader community is why this resource fair is happening.
1: Thank you for that. Um, Obviously, a lot of work went into the, you know, the planning and the decision making around why to do this and what the objectives are. And I hope that you reach your outcomes. Um, These are all really important and impactful. You mentioned, let's just talk briefly about sponsorships, because I know there are sponsorship opportunities and vendor opportunities. Um, we don't have to go into every opportunity, but I believe people can find out more on our website. And are there other places where
0: you'd want people to, to go and look for information? So you could go to our website. Uh, on our website, you could specifically go into um, our calendar um, at AndersonCenterForAutism.org. Um, and our, their calendar page uh, will also push you to how to register as a sponsor but also how to register as an attendee. And attendance is free. So anyone from the community who comes to attend to, to learn about the resources that are going to be presented on the 24th of January, uh, it's free to the public. Okay. Um, so we hope, we hope we'll hope we we'll have a great turnout. Um, there'll be raffles as well. So some of the sponsors are at their tables are going to be having raffle items. So it should be a, a nice opportunity to uh, get to know your uh, vendors, sponsors, um, and have some great conversations. Uh, we have a range of sponsorship opportunities. And so without going into specific detail, um, the range really goes from $125, uh, which is more of a basic table level, um, up to $1,500. And each sponsorship level um, has slightly different benefits. And we also have a nonprofit sponsor. And that nonprofit sponsor rate um, is a hundred dollars and so that can all be found on our website mm-hmm. and then for those who aren't able to attend um, but would really like their information in a uh, resource directory uh, we have a resource directory sponsorship opportunity of 25 dollars and so the on the 24th the fund does not end on <laughs> january 24th uh, um, after the 24th uh, we are um, our raise work group will be putting together uh, a resource directory that's going to be available on our website after the event so awesome. i do encourage people Something
1: to to literally our- for everyone <laughs> yes absolutely. Um, i just want to reinforce because this is also part of my job at anderson um, is is fundraising and really just a shout out about the sponsorships events like this have huge impact and meaning for everyone in your community your neighbors your friends the people who work at the grocery store um your child's uh, classmates their families um doctors, nurses, first responders, everyone you can imagine that helps make your community go round and round and keep people safe and comfortable and happy. Um, If you have the opportunity to sponsor an event like this, it does help Anderson. It certainly helps us continue to, to plan to put together these events, but the real impact is for the people in your community who are accessing those resources. So I would just reinforce that if you're thinking about it, if you have an opportunity to um, provide support, um, check us out on our website, Anderson center for autism.org, go to the calendar, look for the uh, resource fair that's happening on Tuesday, January 24th, and you can get all sorts of information and uh, you can contact, I'm sure Tracy and anyone else, um, uh, through the website to get more information. If we can answer any questions for you, we're, we're always happy to. Um, I want to transition now. We only have a couple minutes left, but you are featuring at the at the um, the event a special a special I guess new sort of I don't know if if they're a partner yet, but de- definitely a nice new contact up in the capital region that seems to be really uh, well connected to what what we're trying to accomplish up there as well.
0: Yeah. So um, we're doing. It- We're doing something that we thought was a little unique, and uh, we are featuring Bring on the Spectrum. And so Bring on the Spectrum is going to uh, operate our sensory space at the event. They're going to organize it and run it. Uh, The sensory space is going to provide an opportunity for individuals to... Really get away from it all for a few minutes. Get away from that busy exhibit hall environment. Um, Bring on the spectrum. For those of you who do not know uh, who Bring on the Spectrum is, um, they are a sensory gym and community space that provides social, recreational, and lifestyle activities for individuals of all ability levels across the lifespan. One of the things that really struck me about Bring on the Spectrum and and why we thought they would be a good uh, community partner in this event is because they're mission, and their mission really aligns well with ours. Their mission is to support neurodiverse individuals with opportunities to achieve their best quality of life as a respected member of the capital region. And this collaboration really does support our Anderson mission of optimizing the quality of life for individuals with autism, people with autism. Excuse me. So I think the, they're uh,
1: great the too. you, um, and I love that you're bringing in an aspect to the to the day that is really specifically designed to support people who you want to feel very welcome and comfortable walking through the doors um, of the Crown Plaza and and getting something out of it, but also having a hands on experience that's unique and and um, and also for those of you who want to learn more about uh, bringing on the spectrum, or bots, as, as we refer to them. Um, I interviewed Lisa Audi, who um, is the executive director of that organization, I think the founder of it, um, on this very podcast about a year ago. So if you dig through our podcast, you can find that interview. Um, she was getting ready to open um at that time so uh, it'd be it'd be cool and I, from what i understand they're doing very well so so that's another thing to look forward to um we're just about out of time tracy are there any parting words for our listeners about this upcoming event
0: Uh, just that the uh, resources for autism and IDD information sharing expo is going to be held on Tuesday, January 24th 2023 from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Crown Plaza Albany, the Desmond located at 660 Albany Shaker Road. And I'd love to just take my final words to give a shout out to some of the sponsors that we currently uh, have. Um, And they come from various service areas that support individuals with autism. We have organizations representing areas such as recreation and camps, pediatrics, psychological services, applied behavior analysis providers, clinical services, college preschool, school age, education, adult and lifespan uh, services and supports, as well as technology and equipment vendors. So just a quick shout out. Um, you know, thank you to Springbrook, Fairapp, New Meadow, the College of St. Rose, Double H Ranch, Capital Care, Developmental Pediatrics, Creative Harmonies Music, Center for Disability Services, Daywear Incorporated, Warren, Washington, Albany, ARC, and Chelsea Place Psychological Services. And we hope to uh, announce many, many more sponsors in the coming days.
1: Absolutely. Thank you to those sponsors. It's great that you've taken a lead role here and gotten involved early on, but there's more opportunity available as Tracy went over before and you can find on our website. Remember attendance to this event, just attendance uh, as, a, as somebody coming to gain resources, gain information is free, but there are a range of um, sponsorship opportunities from about a hundred dollars for nonprofits or even less than that for a directory listing, but all the way up to where we'd really love for you to, uh, to step in if you can at the, you know, higher levels around $1,000, $1,500. All the support really helps us uh, stay committed to doing this on an annual basis, which I think will have impact for years to come. Um, So remember the um, resource fair and expo, it's a longer name, but that's what I'm going to call it for now is happening on Tuesday, January 24th of 2023 from two to 6 PM at the crown Plaza, Albany, otherwise known as the Desmond Tracy Schober. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about this today and uh, best of luck with the event. And um, I know many people will look forward to seeing you there. Thank you. We'll see you in January. All right. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozinski. And remember,
0: Anderson cares. You've been listening to one in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.